And they kind of looked at me and they said the answer was, was alcohol. Tom Caulfield, James Whistle. This is the story of The Tempest 2. So ladies and gentlemen, The Tempest 2. Hello and welcome back to The Tempest 2 Podcast. Happy December, everyone. First of December. Christmas is almost here. Christmas month has officially begun. I'm festive. I'm looking forward to 30 degrees <laughs> on a sun lounger with a cheeky little cocktail, maybe. There you go. I'm not in a hotel, so I'm not sure where the cocktail will come from, but... We're, uh, I think we're getting a Christmas tree this weekend. Uh, mine's up. Is it? Mate, up, up a week ago. Wow. Yeah. Real or fakey, what have you got? We usually go real, but we're not here for Christmas, so we've, we've got a fake one in the garage. Nice. Pulled it out. Pulled it out. Straight up. Like it. So, um, yeah, we've got people staying on our house over Christmas. So we ah, thought, okay, nice. Make it needed, festive for them. We needed to do some kind of festive yeah. work so it doesn't feel like they're just... <laughs> Somewhere else. Yes, exactly, exactly. But hey, what a week we've had. Good week. Good week all round. An interesting week. Highs and lows, I would say. Highs and lows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a meaning behind that. Yeah, exactly. Double entendre. That's what I was thinking. Okay. So, what have we been up to? Well, first and foremost, we completed the resilience wheel, didn't we? We did. I say completed it. It uh, it came to an end. We went until the end of November. So, which was yesterday. Yes. Um, so we ended up doing about 20, I feel like it was 21 days in total of the resilience wheel. And what are your first impressions as in like your overarching experience of spinning the wheel every morning and doing that thing number one sit-ups are harder than i thought yep i'd agree with that <laughs> number two i've got a broken wrist and burpees <laughs> and number three um it's good to force yourself to do stuff that you wouldn't ordinarily do yeah now my views on the resilience wheel going forward are we need to mix it up a bit. Yeah. I feel like just doing press-ups and physical stuff, once you've seen two, three, four, you've seen them all. Yeah. In terms of a content point of view, it's yes. quite boring, isn't it? Yes. And I think it soon becomes not easy, Yeah, but not like it's not that difficult to do, is it? Yeah. What I felt like it was becoming was more of a workout reel, mm. wheel, sorry, Um <laughs> than a resilience wheel yes good it, point it wasn't about or it was uncomfortable like you said doing 250 burpees is disgusting but it was just like doing a hard gym session wasn't it yeah um it, and yeah and it was a little bit it was getting a bit samey in that way it was still i did loads more exercise than i probably normally would have done but it was um <laughs> it got there was a point in one of the weeks where it just went Press-ups, burpees, sit-ups, press-ups, burpees, yeah. sit-ups. Like, oh, what is going on here? But I I guess that for a lot of people, that is the one thing that they do. It's probably the easiest route or the most common route to building a bit of resilience is doing a hard workout, isn't it? That most people can relate to is just, I'm going to bury myself in a, in a workout and then... Then you've got the cold water stuff. I think I think the next one. I think that is the thing that is the easiest thing to build resilience for people. Yes. Like if I look back at the things that I've truly 
did not want to do. It was the wild swim. It was the, the even the bath at home. I was like, I fucking, I just, I just don't really want to do this. Mm. I had to go out, buy ice, put it in the bath. And it was just like, ugh. And the most recent one we did this week where we added like a social element into it. Yes. Um, so we added a few things to the wheel. It landed on buy a stranger a coffee. Yeah. And that was probably the most uncomfortable one that I did in terms of like I was dreading it yeah. in the lead up to it. Yeah, it's definitely a different kind of discomfort, which is kind of what it's all about. It was horrendous, actually. It's weird, isn't it? Just all you have to do is speak to a stranger. We're doing them a favour. It's very easy, really. You're doing a nice thing for someone, and yet you, you just, it, it feels so strange. Mm. I think it's very it's a very British way of thinking, for sure. Yeah. Um, But before we go on to, you know, what we see the resilience will being maybe in 2024... Let's talk through the two things we did this week. So we'll start with the coffee. Yeah. Now, before I tell my state of affairs, which definitely went more comfortably than yours, <laughs> talk us through talk us through your experience, where you were, what your approach was, what was going through your head. Yeah, so my approach was very simple. I would wait for someone to go... I wasn't really picking targets. I don't feel like I had that luxury. It wasn't the busiest coffee shop. What coffee shop was it? It's a place called Out of Office, um, relatively near the train station in Milton Keynes. But it didn't have the footfall I was hoping for, <laughs> which meant that it became a bigger deal when someone walked through the door. Um, so my plan was to just approach, ask them very politely if I could buy their coffee, which you'd think is a very nice thing. And then... Soon after, explain why I was doing that. So I was going to mention, uh, you know, we're spinning this wheel, about doing this challenges, etc. Uh, and it went horribly for me. Off the bat, I asked a pregnant woman. <laughs> I mean, just going to stop you there. If I was going to line up a person not to ask, <laughs> it would probably be a pregnant female. Yeah. I mean, I felt like I could... I mean, I know for a fact that she didn't want a coffee because you can't have coffee. Great point. So I was going to even break the ice further and say, you know, I'd imagine it would be a decaf or a tea. It's like, why? I'm not pregnant. It's like, oh, that's my. So like you're kidding. Oh, my big bones. <laughs> that's, just, that's just your breakfast. <laughs> Rule number one, never presume someone's pregnant. Yeah, no, no. She was like, you know, almost like you want everyone to know. Oh, one of them. Real rubbing tight. It, rubbing yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. like just carrying it with yeah. her and a really tight fitted dress. <laughs> um so Whoa. not 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 far off having a little a bag. tight, sexy little dress. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, oh my god. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> you said that. But anyway, I That's I, the title of the pod. <laughs> I approached her and just thought, right. Uh I actually I said, Hi there, can I get your coffee um i'm just spinning and as i was just leading into the next thing she just lifted her head up looked looked at me in the eyes spun around 180 and just walked straight out of the coffee shop wow so she didn't even stick around to get what she wanted she didn't even she barely even acknowledged me she wow. changed her mind completely on being in that coffee shop she 
Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty awkward, awkward awful, because it, there were people sat down. Did anyone see it happen? Oh yeah. Oh no. I reckon three or four tables. <laughs> and then there was an awkward. I was stood there, like, <laughs> what's what's all those um, gifs of the Pablo Escobar I'm standing sure by himself? Swing and stuff. <laughs> Basically, I was just stood there like, oh no. Uh, and no one was coming in, so I had to sit back down again. And then I text oh, you being like, no. that's gone terrible. Well, you had to. You couldn't then go, uh, you, do you want a yeah, coffee? Because exactly. then it's like, you're the village weirdo. Yeah, exactly. And they all, they all had their coffees. And I'd, I'd already been sat there. <laughs> that they, they'd seen me. Uh, so it was, yeah, that bit was... The woman, <laughs> the, the woman behind the counter was just looking at me like, what the... Hang on. Let's, right. I'm sat in the coffee shop. I don't know you. I'm halfway through my gingerbread latte. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cognizant of what's going on around me. And, you know, I suddenly see you stand up and approach a woman. So I'm going to watch what's going on. Yeah. And from my perspective, a pregnant woman has yep. walked in. You. I've said something. Yeah. You're already in there. Yeah. You've gone up to her, asked to buy a coffee and she's just left. And yep. then you've just sat back down. I am thinking you are on a register. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> you are a dangerous being. Yeah. Or that I've told her that no pregnant, she spends no any, more time, allowed. Yeah, any more time in this coffee shop, something bad's about <laughs> It was very... You need to yeah, get out yeah, Honestly, uh, so l- luckily it was only about two or three minutes and this another, the next guy walked in. So I did exactly the same and it went much better. Okay. He, it was awkward for about five seconds until I, he actually did let me explain what I was doing. Uh, and then he was absolutely buzzing. Naturally, I was buying yeah. his coffee. Uh, and then you could see everyone else in the coffee shop start to relax a yeah. little bit. I okay. wasn't just yeah. some serial weirdo <laughs> who just approaches people and tells them to leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that really broke the ice, actually. The woman behind the counter, she was like, I can't believe you've just done that. She's like, no, that's just so so mad. You're just speaking to strangers. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like you do that all day. Yeah, <laughs> that's your job. It is. It is weird, um, but it was very strange. It ended up, you know, ended up making a friend nearly. Callum, Callum's name, a little uh, GB badminton player. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm also a GB badminton <laughs> player. <laughs> um, no, he is. Yeah, Yonex athlete. Wow, good How brand. Hip's that that brand? is a hip I know. brand. Pencil. That is a hip brand. So. Uh, yeah, it was. It's not the one that I'm looking forward to doing again. Mm. But I might have a different approach. I definitely won't approach a pregnant woman. No. Um, but I think I think in the next one we should we should mix it up and not even have the. It felt like a bit of a. Uh, it's a complete get out of jail. It's yeah. easy asking to buy my coffee. If you just have to have a conversation with someone. Then it's difficult. Yeah, that fills me with dread. Yes, it's like, sorry, can I help you? It's like, not really. I'm just doing this. Do you know what this got me thinking is, you know, the charity people on the streets who have clipboards? Yes. Basically everyone's worst nightmare. Yes. What a skill set that must build. Like, if you did that when you were young, like, as a job for a couple of years, a couple yeah. of years, a few months, <laughs> yeah. a couple of years, you'd fucking have a word. Oh, definitely. Like, imagine, like, the, the like the soft skills that give you, the confidence just to go up to someone, and you know full well they're already crossing the road trying to get away from you. I know. Like, you are, you're like a beacon. The opposite of a beacon, you are a repellent. Yeah. People will like, try and avoid you. 
and just having the confidence to be like, hey, we've got 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Seems mental. <laughs> got <laughs> so 10 seconds. Who's got 10 <laughs> it's minutes? Like 10 minutes. You fucking gobshite. No you've way. Get, you've led with 10 <laughs> minutes. No, I know. But you know the worst thing about those people? Charity. Yeah. That's Wait, the, what? <laughs> it is. That's the, the hardest themselves. thing is it's like... They're oh, not saying like, no to them? Yeah. Oh, I see. It's just like, oh, it's like, now you're going to make me feel like even worse. Do you know what I say? I say, thank you, young man, woman. I'm already donating hey. to Omaze. Yeah. <laughs> I already am donating to Omaze on a monthly <laughs> basis. So I am doing my part. So do leave me alone. So speaking of Omaze, you didn't win the Chelsea House. Has it been announced? Yes. Fucking hell. Who won it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no. Uh, maybe I don't think it's been announced, but I got an email saying that they've. You been... just got a call from Manchester. <laughs> oh my god, are they based in Manchester? They can't be. If can you they? win it, I'm fucking gonna kick right off. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, amazing! I won't have won it. You better not have. The next house looks good though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Lovely little number, <laughs> just outside of Bath. Five, Is it? Yeah, five beds, a couple of acres. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, but you are right that. The skill set that the those charity heads build mm. is just remarkable. Sales Knowing people. that no one wants to speak sales to you. Salespeople. You are just you are a born salesperson yeah, after exactly. that. Exactly. The skill set you've got to just sell anything. Yeah. And be cold cool. the whole time. So you're also building resilience. That's the thing. It's like, mate, I haven't got ten minutes. It's winter. I would be so terrible at that job. Imagine how much easier that job would be though if you're like I'll buy your coffee. So, oh right, cool. Yeah, mm. go on. So, what were you saying about um, children in need? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, I actually went to when I was, I think, about sixteen. Um, I went to like this job place to see if there's any summer jobs going, and they're like, right, there's just one thing. Oh my god, there's just one <laughs> thing. Um, it's like uh, it's marketing for some company. And it pays really well. It's commission-based, like no cap. I was like, oh, this is awesome. So they're like, right, there's an induction day next Monday. Go along. And I went with a friend. I can't remember who it was. Probably went on my own. Um, <laughs> and we turned up. It was in this office in the center of Bristol, and there was about 20 other people there. And it was like, fucking hell, what is this? We sat down in this conference room, and this guy stands up in this like gray suit with brown shoes on, which is always a red flag. Uh, and he was like, right, okay, we're going to talk you through, like, um, the day of induction, what it's all about. And then we're going to get out there and we're going to see what you're like on the job. And I was like, what is this? Like, I thought this was like some cool marketing gig. And it was a door-to-door like sales agency. And they were like, right, we're going to do some improv. Like everyone stand up, find a partner. And I was just like, oh no, like, oh no. Like I need to get the fuck out of here. So I waited for an hour and they're like, right, coffee break. Just left. Yeah. That Had is. to get out of there. In the afternoon, they were going out door to door, being like, right, here's a script. Go and go and knock on these doors. Yeah. It's just like, absolutely not. I will not do that. I can't. I haven't got the confidence, guys. Yeah. That's the thing. Hell of a skill set, though. Unbelievable. It's just, oh, God, it's painful to even think yeah. about, isn't it? Right, let me tell you about John. Go. John. Yeah, the guy I bought a coffee for. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> I was like, the bloody hell's John. Yeah, John yeah come on. John was your experience. Right. So I went to a coffee shop called Caffeine. Yep. Good. It's a yeah, good, good coffee, coffee shop. shop. Good coffee shop. Uh, went in there and bought myself a little roll. Um, a roll being like a bap, a bacon sandwich, whatever you want to call it. Sat down on the windowsill seat so I could see who's coming in. And 
so I initially found my mark and middle-aged woman came in and I was like, right, I'm going to go and ask her. So I went up, but as I asked her, she ordered a coffee. So I, it was like an awkward, it was like one of those handshakes where if someone does that and you wrong yeah. hands out and then you put it behind your head. Yeah. So I was like, oh, hello. Then I was like, oh, hello. Like put my phone to my ear. I was like, hello, Tom speaking. I was like, fuck me, abort, abort. So I sat down, full of nerves. I fucked it. First attempt, bottled it. Yeah. Then it started getting really busy. About 20 people came in. Ooh. All on, obviously on the way to the office. I was like, oh no, like, everyone is going to hear it. Like, this is a nightmare. And then John came in, just an unassuming guy. I'm going to say maybe f- looked 45, probably 38. Right. Um, Tough paper round. Yeah, yeah. Looked like he'd been through the ringer a little bit. You know, salt and pepper hair, salt and pepper beard. Came in, looked like he maybe worked in media. <clears throat> right. Came in, saw him. And he was looking up at the thing, deciding what coffee. And as he went to the till, walked over, I was like, Sorry, sorry to bother you, this is super weird, but do you mind if I buy you a coffee? And he was like, what, what do you mean? And then, yeah, I was like, we're spinning this wheel. And I showed him the wheel. And I was like, me and my friend are spinning this wheel once a day, and it's a challenge. Today's challenge is buy a stranger a coffee. And then he still, he was looking over my shoulder. He's like, am I, am I on like YouTube or something? Is this, <laughs> is this a prank? And I was like, no, no one's filming you. Like, I just got to do this thing. And then he was like, Guard came down. He's like, yeah, I would absolutely love that. So he bought him a coffee, flat white. Uh, and he was like, do you know what? I've had the shittest morning you can imagine. Like trains were cancelled, like nightmare commute. And he's like, and you've just turned it around for me. That's what it's all about. And then he went, do you mind if I shake your hand? And I said, John, don't fucking touch me. John, don't even look at me, John. But yeah, bought him a thing. As on the way out, he was like, mate, just thank you. Like, thanks so much. Yeah, that's good. Though. I felt great. That's great. I felt great afterwards. That just got me thinking. Okay. What about if the goal of this speaking to a stranger in a coffee shop was actually to get them to buy you a coffee? <laughs> oh, wow. What do you reckon you, the story would have to be? Or what chat would you have to have given and John? you're not allowed to say, <coughs> my challenge is to get someone yeah. to buy me a coffee. Oh, my God. For like, what would you have to say to, to John? I mean, it sounds like he was in a space. So just a conversation would have changed his day anyway. But like, it'd be hard to get a stranger to buy you a coffee, wouldn't it? I think the best way to do it would be, um, hi, um, I'm a big believer, no, I'm a big believer, people think you're a weirdo immediately. I think I'd be trying to frame it that doing a good deed for someone else is a good way to kick off your day. Let's flip a coin to see who buys who the coffee. <laughs> but you rig it. <laughs> that's a, that's a double headed yeah. coin. Heads, you buy it. Tails, I drink one. Yeah. <laughs> Tails, you buy another one. Yeah. But you may lose a couple, but you're going to get one eventually. Yeah, I think that's quite a good choice. Just be like, like, are you up for that? Yeah. You know, one of the scientifically, one of the best things you can do for your own well being <laughs> is to treat someone else. Yeah. So buy me a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll have a flat white, please. Yeah, that would be fascinating. Thank you. Or um, imagine having the, bo- the bottle to go up. And as they're ordering over their shoulders, yeah. be like, and I'll have a flat white. Yeah, I want a flat white in that as well. Do you please. mind? The mental thing is, I'd probably be like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind? So, oh, I'd be like, you can <laughs> get the fuck <laughs> Do you think you are? <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I like, I like thinking about things that would just be very awkward and doing them because that's kind of... Oh, yeah, that's what how I felt before doing the... Um, 
the the coffee one. So that was that was a good challenge. That was a good addition to the wheel. That's for sure. Doing this in America would be a totally different ball game. Yeah, for sure. Be like, hey, can I buy you a coffee? Oh my god, that is so wonderful. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. It's like, do you want to come to mine for supper? It's like, oh sure, <laughs> supper. Fuck it. Supper. They definitely <laughs> don't say the most what British do, word ever. They, they don't say dinner. Oh. Grilling, <laughs> barbecue, <laughs> barbecue. What do they say? Do you want dinner? They don't say dinner. Dinner. They don't say tea. Do they say supper? No. What do they say? <sighs> Evening meal. <laughs> meal. What the fuck knows? Oh my god, we found a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> it's here. a loophole in what the Yankee dollar. Do Yanks <laughs> call dinner? Uh. Supper. Oh, it is? Yeah. Supper? Yeah. Wow. Dinner. And dinner. They say. They also say dinner. They do say dinner. So like, um, there's no difference. <laughs> exactly <laughs> they the say same. what we say. Okay, good stuff. <coughs> um, so, yeah. But no, the, what we are going to be doing is we're basically having a, a little bit of December, not off, off the resilience wheel, um, but with the plan to to kick something slightly different off in January that is linked but is um is with the learnings of not doing press ups and burpees every day. Um so come January two things are going to be happening. Firstly we are going to be spinning the wheel on a weekly basis and we're going to be that the sort of things on on the wheel are going to be a little bit bigger, a little bit more challenging. Definitely, way bigger, way bigger. Oh, way bigger than yeah, yeah. than f- thirteen pull-ups or whatever it was. But like, they're going to be, yeah, things that require a bit of planning, uh, proper challenges, things that we can we're, we're going to film. Um, but then on the other side of things, the anyone following you guys can get involved in. We'll still do bits of as well. Is a daily. Uh, kind of email resilience do something hard thing as as we're calling it which basically every day uh, there'll be an email going out which is all about kind of what we've learned from this resilience wheel from doing something hard every day the benefits of that to your willpower as we've mentioned the last couple of episodes about the whole uh, AMCC thing oh, yes <laughs> um, but there's going to be it's going to be great to see, you know, how many people get involved in this daily email that go out. It's a bit of a challenge to uh, to do something hard, and that'll be, you know, challenging you to one might be speak to a stranger or you know try and get a coffee from someone all the way through to turning the shower on cold and stuff like that. So January is going to be a full on month, yeah, as is the the rest of next year, but. Um, yeah, as of like January the 1st, essentially, we're going to be spinning the big boy wheel for some weekly, I guess, a little adventures, adventures really. Yeah, that's exactly what they are. Um, and we've got some awesome plans. So over the next couple of weeks, we will share some of those ideas um, that will be on the wheel. And we'll figure out, as in like, we'll be doing them as we land on them, which is going to keep us on our toes. Definitely, and we kind of had a bit of a a dip into that this week. So we span the dummy run. Yeah, we span the big wheel, as we call it. Um, 
this week with a number of different options on from a 48-hour fast to mountain biking to climbing Snowdon. Uh, and that is what it landed on. So on Wednesday, you span the wheel in the morning, it landed on Snowdon. That gave us Wednesday to plan and make arrangements to allow us to then climb Snowdon the day after. Yep. Uh, and which we did, that was yesterday. As you can probably tell, uh, our voices are croaky. We've got <laughs> sniffly noses because we've got a cold again. It <laughs> was due for to Snowden. My God, probably the coldest I've ever been in the UK. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a hell of a day. So I guess we kick off where it began. 4 a.m. Yeah. Alarm. Both woke up. We met in a, a lovely service station that was closed <laughs> uh, on the M6. Charged the Tesla and off we went. To deepest, darkest Wales. It was, uh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Four four thirty leave, and we got to the base of Snowdon at about nine a.m. Yeah, so quite a long day before even getting to Snowdon. But I guess it was a part of the challenge as well was was doing it in a day. So that was naturally going to be the case, considering we don't live anywhere near the place. Um, but. All signs were pointing to a great weather forecast, weren't they? Well, it was, yeah. Looking on the Wednesday, on the way up there, that it was lovely morning. Even driving up the road, like the final couple of miles, we're like, this is perfect. You very rarely get snowed in in the sunshine. Um, so we're a little bit smug as we were leaving the car park. I was like, cause every time I've ever seen people climb Snowden, uh, and it's usually you know not this late in the year. But it, it's always just cloudy and rainy, isn't it? It always just seems to be yep. a mountain that is shrouded in cloud. <laughs> yeah. Shrouded in cloud. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we, as we pulled up, absolute bluebird. Yeah. But then we kind of looked over our shoulder. Because I've never been there. You've been there a couple of times. And I was just like, so where is, which one is it? <laughs> and it's like, oh, you can't see it. It's the only cloud in the world. Yeah. Is just sat on top of it. It just... Fucking what? <laughs> and it didn't budge, did it? No. God, no. The, the whole day, it uh, it didn't move. So we started hiking. We went up the route called the Pig Track, P-Y-G. Um, and from about half an hour in, we were in a cloud. Yeah. And it was minus six. And the whole thing... The whole pig track was kind of like a frozen stream. It was what I can't actually believe what state it was in. <laughs> I know. It couldn't have been much more dangerous, could it, really? Because it wasn't just icy. It was, as you said, it was like a river was cascading down it. Yeah. But the river, but you're talking two inches of water that were yeah. frozen. Yeah. And it was just sheet. It was like, it was just like glass. Yeah. Uh, so walking up that was absolutely insanely difficult. Yeah, it was like, because I've done that um, route before, and it was like doing something completely different. So we spent a lot of time on all fours, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Scrambling <you. laughs> over the ice and between the rocks. And it was, uh, I mean, we still did it in relatively decent time, considering the, uh, the ice that we were hurdling over and, uh, and skidding through. And it, it was uh, it's fucking freezing, actually. It was very cold. Very, very cold. Uh, like my hand, as soon as we were having to take our gloves off to use the phone, yeah. and within seconds it was like, I'm going to lose my hand. Yeah. My fingers are falling off. 
And I think we we eventually got to the summit at oh like two and a half hours after starting, and we might as well have been stood <laughs> in a green screen room. Like it was just a grey nothingness, wasn't it? We were on the, like the beacon at the top, which I mean there was no one else uh, on the summit, or maybe two other, two to five other people on the entire mountain that we saw all day. Um, oh, and a dog. Oh yeah. But there was, um, yeah, devastatingly, after all that effort getting up there, there's no view. There was no view to to, um, reward us. But I think, as we're walking up, I was thinking this. In the summer, you know, I'm sure it's lovely, but lovely is probably the right word. It's not hard, is it? It's just a walk up a hill. Yeah. And there's steps and stuff. And it'll be full of people. Mm. Whereas... You know, the, the the scenery, like, it felt like we were somewhere in, in, like, Chamonix, parts of it. Yeah. Like, fully, like, snow and ice-covered mountain. Obviously not as big as the Alps, fine. But, you know, it, it felt like an actual, like, a challenge, like an actual adventure. Yeah. Rather than, like, a little day trip. Yeah, I think, because we've got here summer versus winter. Yeah. Which one is better? And I'm going to say summer. Really? I wouldn't go there in the summer. Yeah. It's, um... Only because, like, the, the the pig track, the miners track, like those paths, they're they're a little that you know that they are they are what they are. They're like they're, they're trodden paths. They are busy for sure in the summer. But you in the summer you also get options to do other things like the crib gock route, oh yeah, that's true. the horseshoe and stuff, which you're just not going to do when it's um, icy and freezing and, and there's no visibility explain what that is what's the difference so it's um yeah there, there's a route called the the horseshoe which is like the longer route around or t- to the top of snowden and back down it's a slightly different route but it's the really high exposed ridge line um so whereas we walk up from the car park uh, on the pig track and you walk up like quite a steep hill for a while um to get to this crib gock route you turn right and you basically start hiking slash scrambling up the side of a mountain and then you end up on a really nice like exposed pretty epic ridge for and you you kind of follow the same path but just like parallel to the pig track but maybe another few hundred meters higher to a couple hundred meters higher and it's pretty epic but um, yeah that's a good point i hadn't considered that actually like I wouldn't do the route we did in the summer. No, It'd no, be no. Boring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, yeah. It, w- it would it would be a stroll. But um, yeah, I, I haven't said that. I think w- when I did uh, that crib gock route, that was quite busy as well. Was it? And that was in the middle of summer, and still couldn't see anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it was. It definitely felt like a. Um, it was rewarding in the fact that it was still quite tough. I found. Yeah, I felt um, knackered because it was home. freezing yeah. and. Long day, and even like you can kind of tell the like what your your trip up and down a mountain has been like by like the last half an hour. And we were like, "Come on, where's this car park?" Yeah, now? yeah, yeah. This is taking a while. Yeah, for sure. Legs were in tatters from the way down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, the way down starting was to run out of food. The way down was like a bobsleigh. It's. I think it's harder, maybe. <laughs> that was insane. The way down. <laughs> <laughs> like, there were points on that where it was just like, "Well, I'm just going to have to slide." down this bit because yeah. I can't walk <laughs> yeah exactly like I've got to hope I don't fall off that cliff basically yeah. we're bum sliding 
<coughs> but I've got a question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What tips would you give to someone who is like in our position, wanted to go and do it in a day? Mm. Um, maybe they're driving two to four hours sort of thing. Like what What could be learned from our day? I think we did it pretty well, yeah. to be honest. I, I, I think um, the only thing that would have helped really is you know the other people that we saw apart from a couple that we'll we'll mention in a minute um had crampons on yeah they're just the little ones that slip over a walking shoe that probably would have made things a hell of a lot easier yeah i agree um but i think you know in terms of you just need to pack the right kit which we did yeah exactly i was gonna say i almost felt feel like we know that. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people don't, do they? If they you the they look kit. at the weather and be like, awesome, it's going to be sunny up there. Cool. I'll, um, trainers will be fine or yeah. whatever it is. And uh, and they just kind of go for it. Yeah. So definitely pack the right kit. Definitely pack enough food, which we did. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just leave early. Give yourself as much time as you can. Yeah. That's, oh, that's a good point. That's maybe my other thing about doing it in the summer versus the winter is especially going from where we had to go from. So mm. like the four and a half hour drive each way, it felt like a short day. I mean, this time of year it is, but at least in the summer, you've got the sun coming up at 4am. Yeah, very true. Whereas we were, we left it with plenty of time and we still didn't have much daylight left, did we, by the time we got back? Yeah. Um, so obviously that you could spend, you could be up there much later in the, uh, in the summer and not feel as much pressure, but you wouldn't really want to be coming down that icy track and it start getting dark. No. You? You'd be all over yeah, the place. That, that would be pretty treacherous. Uh, yeah, that's a good <laughs> point. That's kind of why we left so early. But yeah. I think, yeah. Um, you know, I would say, I feel like it's not wildly different from Helvellyn, but I feel like it's definitely more... You know, the car park is there, the walk-in is quite short, and you, you're kind of into the meat of it a bit quicker than I feel. Yeah, I agree, actually. Helvellyn. Helvellyn, yeah. the first bit, is just a bit like, oh, fucking hell. Bit of a stroll, isn't it's it? Yeah. A, it's just a bit long yeah. to get to. Um, but, I, you know, I would say, you know, if you are just looking for a super cheap, super easy challenging thing super easy challenge super accessible yeah that's it yeah, challenging yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, a super easy hard thing to do <laughs> um then it's it's i'd say it's probably up there because you know that there, there are more epic things you can do in the uk you know ice climbing in scotland for example but that is a ball ache yeah yeah exactly. that's a weekend you yeah. need to get a train up there or you need to stay overnight yeah but if we're talking about in one day back there and back back for dinner yeah um then I would say it's definitely up there. Yeah, bang for your buck, it's for sure. Because you come back and you like, you know, like I was knackered this morning, but I, I felt I was like, it, I don't know, it just made, made me in quite a good mood. I was yeah. like, yesterday was epic. Yeah, I was gonna say it definitely had that feeling of like definitely achieved something yesterday. Definitely, that isn't the same as doing something. Yeah, like doing a hard workout, or a long run, or any of that shit. It's like that was pretty epic. Actually. Yeah. And that's part of the drive as well, isn't it? You've got to drive like far yeah. enough to feel like I'm going out, like I'm not anywhere near home here sort of thing. I feel our generation are very bad at this type of thing. Yes. Of being like, right, instead of just going to the pub or going for dinner in London, it's like, why don't we go and do something big yeah. for a day? Yeah, exactly. 
um, at least my my group of friends. No, I'm anyway. exa- yeah, I don't. Yeah. Could say exactly the same for sure. I think you're right. Um, it's definitely a good thing to do. Definitely, I would recommend highly to everyone. Yeah, that moves us nicely on to the adventure mindset segment. Yeah, and without deviating far from uh, Snowden at all, I'm going to let you <laughs> kick off. Yeah. <laughs> so this goes to an individual <laughs> who who demonstrated adventure mindset in the highest highest way. Um, as we were going up Snowden yesterday, we were probably I'd say 75% of the way up. We, the ice was in full flow. We were in the cloud. It was freezing. And out of the mist came this little group of people. It was three of them, a woman, two blokes. And um, they looked like they had been through it. Yeah, they did, didn't they? So <laughs> I'm not sure if they got to the top or not, or they were bailing. We didn't quite catch, catch that bit. But one of them was in like okay gear. like He had hiking boots on, fine. The woman, same thing. But this one bloke, this brummy bloke, was in, I'll start from the top. He was basically in like a long sleeve t-shirt with a, like, uh, a, a padded gilet with like a hood, hood, a furry hood on. Almost like something from Super Dry. That was his top half. Bottom half was a pair of trackies. And on his feet, he was wearing some Nike Air Max. Yeah. Like not even technical trainers. No. We are talking slippers. And we stopped and spoke to them. Uh, and uh, this guy had a, an icicle hanging from his nose. Yeah. <laughs> he, w- he had no gloves on and he was fucked. Yeah, he looked like he'd been through it <laughs> like, massively. Looked like he, ha- he was going to carry some trauma with him for a few <laughs> years after this. He was baffled <laughs> that we were going to continue up, wasn't he? Kept saying, didn't he? He's like, we're like, right, have a good one. Like, bye. And he's like, you... Are you going up? You're still going up, are you? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like, we're we're dressed appropriately. Yeah, and he was like, what, what, what to the top? And it's like, yeah, yeah. and he's like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. And it's like, well, no, you shouldn't. You, Look at the state of you, man. Fair play to him. That's the classic, isn't it? <laughs> that is the classic Brit. Yeah. Just go there. It'll be all right. Take it lightly, yeah, yeah and just. It's absolutely hilarious. So, like, Steve, is that what you're wearing? Yeah, yeah, fuck it. It'll be all right. The most, the most English thing yeah. imaginable. He's exactly the type of person that gets, like, mountain rescued yeah. off, like, later in the evening when he slipped down the hill and broken his leg. Incredible And it's like, him. oh, he's shivering to death. It's like, because he's literally in, like, a basketball <laughs> top. <laughs> and his Nike Air Maxes, it was insane. But, yeah, the other half of me is like, Fucking respect. Oh, huge respect. <laughs> just but just carried on. The most mental thing about the, the garms he was wearing is even though the weather was not forecast to be nice and sunny, the forecast was always like minus five, yeah. minus six. Yeah. It was always going to be cold. He didn't even have a jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the... We no backpack. shorts as well, didn't we? It's yeah. Like, what are these people doing? Yeah. Idiots. It's bizarre wearing shorts. That is a full... Like, I live around here. I don't need yeah. trousers. So that's like some people's identity, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, mate, trousers are absolutely lovely. <laughs> you should try yeah. them. Invest. They'll, they'll make, <laughs> especially because you never wear them, they'll make your life yeah. much better. Yeah, people will respect you more. <laughs> yeah, especially with those piddly legs. <laughs> it's mental. There, so it's such a little weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, my God, you're wearing trousers already this year. It's like fucking December. It's freezing. Yeah, yeah, respect to that man. That guy was impressive. I hope he's still alive. And he, he was the most 
brummy bloke yeah. of all time. Not going to attempt the accent because I'll offend a few people, I'm sure. Ray Yeah, he's gone <laughs> straight. Tommy Shelby. Straight to Shelby. <laughs> like it. Oh, that is good. Okay. Uh, your adventure mindset segment is probably someone who couldn't be further than Brummy Steve. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is the opposite. But this is... This is it, the mainstream. Um, this is a lady called Diana Nyad. And I'm acting like this is recent. It's not. Um, but the what is recent is the release of the film on Netflix, um, which is worth a watch if you have Netflix. If you don't have Netflix, what are you doing with your life? Um, <laughs> but We've got a discount code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give it a go. Um, yeah, it's about a lady called Diana Nyad who... The crux of it is she swam, mentally she swam from Cuba to Florida, 103 miles across the ocean. Right, like how far non, is... Non-stop, n- wasn't allowed to touch the boat, wasn't allowed to start rest, had to, the food that she was eating was thrown to her so that she couldn't touch the boat. No, 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 no. So it's basically <laughs> like, yeah, they call it unsupported, but... It, Miles, that's still support. Oh, you're, you're, your already, food, you? you're already <laughs> picking <laughs> it to pieces. They're Who's th- your captain? Tom Moore. <laughs> oh. oh, back at him. Rest in pieces and soul. <laughs> what? Rest in pieces. Rest his soul in pieces. Rest in peace <laughs> to him and his God bless Rest soul. your meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, God. I'm going to have a steak tonight. Anyway, carry <laughs> on. Carry on. I'm going to rest my meat. But the, the adventure mindset segment specifically for old Diana Nyad mm. is the fact that she originally attempted the swim when she was in her early 20s and she failed and when she was a very elite swimmer um, and it threw her life off course I'm using you know the film here so they might have dramatised it a little Came bit a drug dealer. but this is the true thing it, it threw her and she, she didn't swim uh, and it ate her up um, from the inside out, apparently. <laughs> Are you reading the synopsis? And, uh, no, I'm not. It sounds like I am, doesn't it? And then she decided, basically she hit 60 and had a mid-slash-late-life <laughs> crisis. <laughs> if it's mid, she's fucking up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and realised that, actually, she she needs to do this anyway. And she, loads of people were telling her that she was too old. You know, you can't blame them, really. Yeah. Um, and they were saying, well, you you know, you've missed your chance. Anyway, so she got on a mission um, and having failed five times on the sixth time, she fucking did it. And was the first and is still the only person to have ever done that swim. 100 mark. That's, so that's what, basically the channel five times back to back. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Well done, Nyad. That's insane, isn't it? She has done the channel back to back to back. Yeah. But, yeah, just doing it. But, like, the the, fa- the failures are mental. One of the failures, she got stung, like, 30 times by jellyfish. 30? Went into shock. Yeah, like, do you call them pools of jellyfish? Swarm? Whatever yeah, you call swarm, them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just like, got absolutely nailed by them. Yeah, she got stung by box jellyfish. Fuck me, they're bad. Yeah, she, she had a shocker. Absolute shocker. She went... She was a bit of a stubborn mofo. <laughs> um, yeah, she was started started out in a storm at one point, which is just a recipe for disaster, isn't it? But um, but yeah, she eventually did it. Um, and if you do want to 
pick at it, there is actually a website we that shoots the conspiracy. That, yeah, that shoots down the fact that this ever happened. Shit, it's like the so moon landing. They are, yeah, like the moon landing, like nine eleven. Um, oh, here we go. Well, not that that didn't happen, but that there conspiracy. Were Just other, basically, it's other on other things at play. It's on the conspiracy plane, is it? It's on the yeah, it's on the wagon. Okay. So, but yeah, she she is the uh, my shout out of the adventure mindset, and it is a good film. So. If you're at a loose end and you have Netflix. If you're at a loose end. <laughs> you've got if you're time. at home sat on your ass in the sun. Oh, wait, that's every single night. God, I'm at a loose end this evening. I've got no yeah, plans. I wonder how many people call yeah. that. When am I next free? In about three hours. Or, or if you're, yeah. If I'm going to watch it tonight. Film, you should do. I'm going to watch it tonight on my own. Is it a tearjerker? No. God. But it is an award-winning performance. Wow. From uh, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. It's, well, it's uh, directed by Jimmy Chin, isn't it? Yes, it the is. The director of Free Solo. Yes, and his wife, Vrai, <laughs> I believe is her name. And congratulations to them. Yeah, absolutely. Well done. They've smashed it. Right, that's my evening sorted. <laughs> yeah, you should watch it. Uh, what time are we on? 45 minutes? Yeah. Wrap right. this puppy up. Longest one in a while, this one. In a hot minute. So well done. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. We've probably got two more episodes before the Christmas break. Yeah, then um, we'll wind it down. We'll let you all have a good Christmas. Yeah, I think uh, one thing to end on, sign up to our newsletter. Yeah. Go onto our website, thetempest2.com. Sign up to our newsletter. You'll see and hear all of these things that we're talking about in terms of like the daily email that we're launching. Our Patagonia film comes out next week. Yep. Um, our, our, our Atlantic Row thing is still up there so do go and watch <laughs> That's that still live if you've not yeah. seen that and uh, you know January is going to be a real different kickoff for us we're going to start taking things up to the next level and we're going to need your support to share the pod share the message share the Tempest too yeah. goodbye and thank you share high wide and fast thank you for listening have a great Christmas but we'll be back next week <laughs> so don't have a good Christmas yet bye okay, cheers bye